In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Welcome to Hello Somebody, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartMedia, where we rage against the machine, where we raise our voices against injustice and stand up for justice, where we embrace hope and joy with an optimism for a brighter, more just future. Each week, I'll be dropping knowledge, whether it's a solo episode from me or a hearty discussion with esteemed guests doing great things in spaces and places of politics, entertainment, social justice, and beyond. We get real, baby. I mean, really real. We get honest. We get up close and personal for you. Yes, you. Because everybody is somebody. Before we begin, I want to give a special shout out to my team. Thank you, Sim. Tiffany, Sam, and the team over at Good Juju Studios, Erica England, Pepper Chambers, the hot one, and my social media team. You know, hello somebody, first of all, I got to say that because everybody is somebody. And just every now and then I get asked about the three bones. And then there are usually follow-up questions about the three bones. What do they mean? Where do they come from? And today I'm going to give more love to those questions. So in our second series of the three bones, we're going to drill down just a little deeper into those and focus on the words that inspire the three bones themselves, the very concept of the three bones. And I'm going to start with the wishbone. There is a quote from Christopher Reeves, and he said the following, once you choose hope, anything is possible. I believe that I'm vibing with that. Anything is possible. Hope indeed is an action word. And a lot of times when we say the word hope, some people think it's squishy or mushy or doesn't mean anything, but they are so wrong about that. The whole concept of hope itself, especially when you think about it 
from a spiritual level and not just somebody said the words. There is a vibration with hope. Hope is indeed the motivator. It is the very thing that keeps us as human beings pushing forward. If we should ever lose hope, then everything is lost because we won't go on. That is the very reason why we push hope. And there are things attached to that family, your life, you know, the things you aspire to be and to do. So there are vibrations attached to the word hope. Hope is profound. And so I do hope that everyone is feeling good, that you are finding something in life to enjoy, and that you are showing yourself some love, some grace, and some forgiveness. If you are running with the baton, baby, I'm running with you. You know, I used to run track. My favorite race was the 440 relay, baby. The 440 relay. It was my favorite race. And I was the first leg of that race. I'm smiling right now. Hopefully you can feel that vibration from my speech pattern. I was pretty good. You know, circumstances came up in my life as they often do in all of our lives. And I could not finish that out. But I I did. I ran track. I felt awkward and out of place at times. And a lot of that was because of the financial situation that my family and I were in. But in those moments where I grabbed a hold of hope, baby, I did my thing. I was the first leg of the 440 relay. Ain't nothing like going down memory lane. Uh, Sometimes for good memories, other for unpleasant memories, or just flat out bad memories. But in this moment, I am thinking about the moments when I was running track that were really good and being the first leg was amazing. That means I was pretty damn fast. (laughs) I was, I was pretty damn fast. But back to this, back to uh, present time. Hopefully you can uh, think about something that brings you some joy, whether it's in the past, the present, or even in the future. So yes, if you are running with the baton, baby, I'm running with you. If you are the one being past the baton, and you are ready to take off, I understand. And if you are the one who is waiting your turn, please, 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 please don't give up on hope. Your turn is coming. So get ready, baby. Get ready. Hell, after the last couple of years we've had, and we all should be patting ourselves on the back and clapping our hands. We made it, baby. Snapping the fingers if you can. Through it all, we have made it. Having to endure the pandemic for the last two years, and it is certainly endurance, has weighed heavily on us as human beings. It has weighed heavily on the ecosystem itself. Every aspect of existence has had to endure this pandemic. We are making it through, and some of us are making it through in finer fashion than others. Let's put that in this space. But... We are, we are, we are making it through. And that does deserve a moment of hand clap, of finger snap, of patting your feet, baby. Yeah, endurance, that matters too. You know, and as many of you know, I've centered myself 
on the whole notion of the three balls. There's something about the power of threes. And if you are hearing this story for the very first time, if you are new to Hello Somebody, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, somebody, because everybody is somebody. I just want to remind those who know the story what the three bones are about, how it sprung up, the story itself. And for those who are new, I'm telling the story to you for the very first time. I'm introducing you to the three bones. So growing up, my maternal grandmother was very good at telling stories. She just kept it real. I don't even know if so much she was telling stories as much as she was just really being who she was. And the essence of her spirit, I still claim that spirit to be with me uh, to this very moment. She is in the ancestral plane. Uh, shout out to Black Panther. She is in that ancestral plane with so many others of my bloodline ancestors, but then just the global ancestors in the Black tradition itself. And so my grandmother only had a third grade education and she couldn't read or write. I tell the story often though, but she could count her money and she kept her money in the Southern Ladies Bank and Trust. When I asked my grandmother why she kept her money there, she said those were the only two suckers she could trust. <laughs> and that makes me chuckle every single time. My grandmother was about five foot three, maybe five foot four, and she conducted herself, she comported herself as if she was 10 feet tall. When my grandmother walked into the room, baby, you knew that she was there. She did shake every room that she entered. She had such a regalness about her, a pride about her, and a hope too. So when I asked my grandmother, what does it take to be successful in this life? She said, my dear granddaughter, all you need are the three bones, the wishbone, the jawbone, and the backbone. She said the wishbone is for hoping and praying because hope indeed is the motivator, but the dream is the driver. Hope is the motivator, but the dream is the driver. That is where we are right now. This is our episode about hope. The dream is the driver, but hope is the motivator. Hope is about embracing a vibration, a notion that despite whatever circumstances you are in, that you find yourself in, that you too that you will, that you can overcome. That is what hope is about. She said the jawbone is to give you courage to speak truth to power, to lift your voice. I often say that titles are good, but purpose is better. And the backbone, the super fragilistic expialidocious bone is indeed the backbone. Because the backbone will give you courage to stand strong, to stand tall, even if you are standing all alone. The backbone is truly about perseverance. Those are the three bones. And this story is universal. And it doesn't matter what audiences I tell the story in, the age, the identity, none of the markers matter. This story is like a good song. It reminds you that you can keep on keeping on. It is universal in its application. Oh, 
I'm feeling it right now. I'm feeling the spirit and the essence of my maternal grandmother. And so I've centered myself on these three principles that were passed down by her. Oh, and I am so eternally blessed that she passed them down to me and my six siblings, seven of us. I think that I have been the one to embrace them more closely, more intently. Those three bones, the wishbone, the jawbone, the backbone are my foundation. They really are my motivation. The bones keep me going. Oh, I'm giddy about it. I really, really am. And so we are going to focus this second series on resurrecting the three bones, if you will. You know, I often joke, I mean, many of you know, I was I was uh, reared in the black church and there is a story about the prophet Ezekiel, the valley of the dry bones. God asked Ezekiel, can these dry bones live? And Ezekiel said, now paraphrasing, you know, Lord, only you alone know whether or not the dry bones can live. And then God said to Ezekiel, prophesy to the dry bones. Hello. And so in many ways, I see my grandmother's bones, her three bones, parallel to to the story about the Valley of the Dry Bones in the Christian Bible. So we are going to dive a little deeper. You know, when I did the first series last year around Thanksgiving, I did introduce or reintroduce the three bones and and how we will take a deeper dive into those principles that help to guide, protect, and love on all of us in the best of times and also in the worst of times, in the pretty times and the ugly times. Baby, I'm carrying those three bones with me. Hope is indeed something I speak about frequently because without it, we would be in a constant state of I can't or nothing good is going to happen ever at all. Hope is about an expectation. Hope is the motivator. The dream is the driver. So one of the questions I get often is, is hope a choice? And what choices have I made or others have made? What choices have you made personally that hope was the main influencer? I'm putting that question to my listeners. What hope have you made personally? And what influences you? Question number two. Can we overcome tragedies and still rely on hope? Number three, what does hope mean to you and why is it important? And number four, how does hope affect your daily life and decisions? So these are questions that I want us all to answer together. Number one, is hope a choice? And what choices have we made personally that hope was the main influencer. Can we overcome tragedies and still rely on hope? What does hope mean to us and why is it important? And number four, how does hope affect our daily lives and decisions? So you can replace R with my or I. We're on this journey together. So the definition of hope, a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Mm, That's what it is. 
And that is why I continue to say hope is the motivator, the dream is the driver. Grandma laid it down because it is a motivator, a feeling of expectation, a desire for a certain thing to happen. And it is within that desire, baby, that we continue to push forward. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. So here we go. I'm going to answer the four questions and I want you to answer them for yourself as you are on this journey of discovery with me right now as we focus on the three bones, the first bone being hope. So let me remind you of question number one, is hope a choice and what choices have you made personally that hope was the main influencer? All right. So, yes, hope is definitely a choice. I mean, you could choose despair. You could choose not to be hopeful. You could choose to just kind of go along with whatever life throws at you and not deliberately make a decision to push forward for the high mark. And part of being able to push forward is embracing hope. A feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. And so despite what life throws at you, you do have to deliberately choose hope. Think of hope as a dance partner, you know, that you have a whole bunch of choices along the wall, right, at a dance. And you get the opportunity to dance with whomever you want. Are you going to dance with hope? Are you going to choose despair? Are you going to choose difficulty? Are you going to choose sullenness? Which partner are you going to choose? If all of those words were lined up along the wall as your dance partners, I'm going to choose hope. So yeah, hope is a choice and we're going to dance with hope always. And in terms of the choices that I've made personally that Hope was an influencer, God, there's so many, but going to college, 
I chose that. There were many obstacles that jumped in my way that could have prevented me from being able to really follow through on that very important goal. But I did follow through and I did do it. And that was about hope. That was an expectation. That was a desire that I had to become a first-generation college graduate, a cycle breaker, if you will, and to overcome all of the obstacles that were in my way called life. Things happen to you in life. And I did overcome. And I did become the first in my generation to obtain college degrees. That doesn't make me the first one worthy or the first one capable, just the first one in that moment to have the type of opportunities that help to catapult me into the position of being the first one. That was, you know, spectacularly beautiful opportunity for me. And yeah, hope was my motivator all the way. So I had moments where I didn't think that I was going to be able to make it through. My mother died when I was a sophomore at Cuyahoga Community College. And I really did not think that I was going to be able to press on. And it is only by the grace of God and angels, both divine and mortal, as my good friend Marianne Williamson reminds me all the time, that we should call on the angels, both divine and mortal to help us along the way. That is what really got me through. I had attended Cuyahoga Community College. I graduated in the mid-90s from that institution, but I that was not the first time that I attended. I went there earlier in the early part of the 90s and just could not make it through. And I dropped out of the, of the community college. Yes, I did. And I still had a high school mentality, did not know that I was supposed to officially, air quotes, Well, no, no air quotes is real. Officially withdraw, meaning there was a process and paperwork to be filled out. But I was being overcome at that time with uh, my life circumstances and I just left. And when I got back by the motivation of my mom before she passed away, I'm glad that I did go back. But it was just a moment that I had with my mother, somebody who never really talked about college, not directly. I would say indirectly she did. And my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, who raised me for the most part, I would say equally with my mom, she just one day out of the blue said, you know, you're too smart to flip burgers. And I embraced that. Yeah, I worked. One of my first jobs was, well, I didn't flip them because I was at Burger King. You just put them through the broiler. But yeah, I worked at fast food restaurants and I'm coming in my latter part of my teens, early teens and latter part of my teens. So I know there's somebody out there who can relate to what I am saying right now. I remember those days. Oh my God. So yeah, broiler duty. My mom's major point. And I was a drive-through cashier, baby. And I got to tell you, I was the best drive-through cashier. I take great pride in telling that part of the story. I could do that thing. I was extraordinary. (laughs) I was. Back to my mom, you know, just, you know, spirit hit her and she said to me, you know, you should go back. And I did. And even though my GPA was horrible, horrible, how many syllables can I put in the word horrible, horrible, baby, it was horrible. I had the good fortune of meeting a counselor or being assigned a counselor that saw promise in me and she mothered me through 
that particular part of my college journey, going back and trying to correct the horrible GPA I had at the time. And she said to me, I want you to take all of these classes because some of my professors did withdraw me. It wasn't their responsibility to do it. And others just gave me an F, even though I never sat for the class. I didn't go to class because I just stopped going. And that had an impact on my GPA. And so I had to correct that. And my counselor, Iris Williams, I'll never forget her, said, I want you to take all of these classes over again and your GPA is going to soar and you cannot get less than a B. And I went to her. We were on quarters at that time, every single quarter. You know, she wrote a roadmap for me. I did not think that I could make it through, but she gave me the encouragement and also an expectation. She had an expectation that I was going to accomplish this and I couldn't have an excuse about why I could not, even though that was a horrible moment for me to have to go back and face the consequences of my actions or inactions, even though I was ignorant to the fact that I needed to officially withdraw, there was a consequence to that. But I did overcome indeed. And so that hope, that desire, that expectation that I was going to overcome overtook me. And I did. And I made the Dean's List from that time to every single time on my journey at Cuyahoga Community College. And it was something that I strive to do. You know, once you get a taste of that, you want to keep trying to match it or do better. And that's exactly what I did. And before too long, uh, my GPA was soaring. And to make the dean's list, you have to have, I think at that time it was either 3.0 or 3.5 and above. And baby, I did that thing. I did it. Yes. So just excited about that and being able to to overcome and to accomplish that. And I didn't do it alone. You know, none of us on this journey accomplished great things alone. Yes, was I the major ingredient? Absolutely. Did I have to choose hope and persevere and overcome? Yeah, I did. So that that's my answer to question number one. What's your answer to question number one? Feel free to share with me uh, some of your your answers. I would love to hear them. Question number two, can we overcome tragedies and still rely on hope? Absolutely we can. So many people go through so much in this life and yet we look at them and we are in awe of the fact that they were able to overcome. One of the major, most serious tragedies that happened in my life so far, and I've been through a hell of a lot, was the death of my mom, the untimely death. I mean, maybe in a spiritual realm, it was on God's time. That's hard for me to accept. But for me as a human being walking this earth, it was untimely. My mom was 42 years old. She had a brain aneurysm. She was in a coma for a small period of time. And then, you know, the doctors said that she was not going to come back, that she was permanently, it was permanent damage. And that it was only the the machine that was next to her bed just keeping her alive and that it had to be unplugged at some point. They couldn't keep her there in that state forever. Uh, That, to this very moment, was one of the harshest, hardest things to ever happen to me in my life. And I was a sophomore, as I explained, at Cuyahoga Community College. And I did not know whether or not I was going to be able to go on. That was life-altering. And life, baby, it definitely throws you curveballs. I was, however, able to muster the strength to keep pressing on. And one of the main reasons why I kept 
keeping on that time was I wanted to do something in my mama's honor, you know, for her memory. That motivated me to keep pushing on, to keep the desire to achieve that thing, for that thing to happen. And that thing at that time was for me to graduate from Cuyahoga Community College. And then I was surrounded by other people who believed in me and kept pushing me through that storm. That was a storm in my life. And uh, one of those persons was Dr. Dorothy Salem, who really just took me into her bosom. I'd call her my college mom. She was there to keep pushing me too. So when we think about angels, both mortal and divine, certainly Dr. Dorothy Salem is one of those mortal angels who I'm so very happy continues to walk this earth. She helped push me through. She was my professor of African-American history. And she certainly is the one that made the beauty, the brilliance, the pain, the sorrow, the strength of Black history come alive for me. She is the reason why I I majored in history with a specialty in Black history. And I'm so glad that I did. So she was one of those mortal angels along with Miss Iris Williams. Man. So I kept pushing. So for my mother's memory, that's why I overcame I don't know so much as I could say I overcame that tragedy of my mom dying, but this story comes as close, you know, close answer that's on my mind right now to question number two. Can we overcome tragedies and still rely on hope? It was hope that pushed me forward. You know, that vibe pushed me. And then there were others in my, you know, that synergy in and around me that aided that. And I think mama would be proud. I know she would. So I went on from Cuyahoga Community College, matriculated to Cleveland State, the Cleveland State University, and earned uh, both a bachelor's and a master's degree. I dabbled with the PhD just a little bit, but then got distracted by politics. So I got to go back. That's a personal goal of mine. Do any of you have any personal goals you still want to achieve? As long as you live, every day is an opportunity to achieve those goals. I want to throw that out there. So I am going to get that PhD at some point in this life of mine. I am indeed. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. 
Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Question number three, what does hope mean to you and why is it important? I think I've been weaving the answer to that particular question through the entirety of our conversation today. That hope is a motivator. The dream is the driver. That hope is a vibe. It is a feeling. It really is. And it is important to keep that feeling because if we ever lose it, we're done. Think about that. As human beings, there are things that drive us. There are vibrations that drive us. Hope is a vibration. If we ever lose it, we're done. It is important because of that. We can't ever lose expectation. We're done. We are blessed as human beings to be able to have the capacity to think in these ways, to be hopeful, to love, to overcome, to have expectations, to appreciate, to show gratitude, to dot, dot, dot the ellipsis. That's it. So it is important because it is our fuel. It keeps us going. Hope is like a heartbeat. But um but um but um but um hope is the heartbeat of life, baby. You gotta have it to live. Living without hope is no life at all. That's why hope is important. Hope is the motivator. And question number four How does hope affect your daily life and decisions? It's everything. You know, even when I plan for my future, hope is the foundation for that plan. Many of you know I just came through a very crushing electoral battle. Not once, but twice did I walk through hell with gasoline, clothes, and all. And I'm going to continue to do so. It is even in disappointment. And this is bigger than disappointment because Some of you who have been following my career, certainly on the political side, know that these last two congressional races were won by big money group, dark money groups, big money groups, and a corporatist power that just does not want to see everyday people thrive. And so they keep pushing and investing in politicians who are going to keep the status quo. That's what this comes down to. You know, I went through that. And it was Winston Churchill that said, if you're in hell, keep going. And I get that, right? If, you do, if you're in hell, why stop? Don't stop. Keep going. Get on out of there. I chuckle every time because I just love that quote. It's just something so profoundly beautiful about that damn quote. If you're going through hell, if you're going through, if you're in hell, keep going. And we keep going. And, you know, I wouldn't take anything. As I saying, I wouldn't take anything for this journey now. You know, I don't know everything that God has in store. Again, my belief in a higher power. I know that everyone that has joined me uh, may not necessarily believe in a higher power, but whatever ever you believe, whatever motivates you, then I want you to think on those things. For me, I do believe that there is a higher power. I don't know that all of what God has in store for me. I don't know why I am going through these types of trials and tribulations, but I do understand, even when I don't appreciate it, that there is a higher calling, a higher purpose, and that God is not through with me yet. And I embrace that even in this moment of feeling like WTF, God. You know, there's so many other things that I could have been doing that I could do. 
And then in those moments where I feel the vibration, I do know that God is leading and guiding me, that there is a spirit force that leads and guides me. And that when we do go through trials and tribulations, that we cannot have a testimony without a test. And Lord knows, I know I'm being tested right now in this moment. Ugh! And I keep, I keep pushing, I keep pushing, even in my disappointment. And I am in a moment in my life that I, I feel some disappointment with what just, you know, what happened to me, how it happened to me, and that there are forces out there. And then I think, you know, one of my dear friends, you know, we have a mentee-mentor relationship. Sometimes I'm the mentor and sometimes I'm the mentee, vice versa. But she always reminds me that, you know, when you're going through something, you know, who are you to say, why me? The question becomes, why not you? You know, who are you to decide that you don't have to go through anything? You do. And that people like me who are anointed in that way, that have an anointing, like a call on their lives, that you are going to go through a lot. But through it all, God is going to guide you and push you on through. And you know what? I I receive that even when it's hard to receive it. So hope does affect my life every single day and the decisions that I make, whether it's personal decisions, professional decisions, just every day. And sometimes hope is weighing on you more than other times, and that's okay too. So I do have a hope, personal hope, in terms of staying healthy and you know being there for my family, especially my son and my two new grandbabies that are like, oh, they bring me so much joy, so much joy. And my son, who is the apple of my eye. You know, a lot of times when I tell a story about wanting to persevere and make it through college for my mother's memory. Uh, that was for her in thinking about the past because she died. We operate in three. So the past motivated me to get that degree. And then the present being myself, it's okay to want to do something for you. The future though pulls me and that future revolved around my son. And at that time, future grandchildren, because they were not born. We operate in those threes. So hope does affect all of our lives and the decisions that we make. That hope, that that feeling of expectation, that desire for a certain thing to happen, my mother's memory for my life and for my son, the past, the present, and the future. Hope is all of that. In the closing of this first episode, In the second series of The Three Bones, I want to remind you of how we started that wonderful quote by Christopher Reeves, once you choose hope, anything's possible. I want you to embrace that, baby. That is a truism. And pulling on the spiritual side, and most of my followers, you guys know I am a woman of faith, of the spirit. Hope and faith go hand in hand. And I really do hope that I have inspired you and uplifted you. My hope is to always be a light for change, baby, a fire at times for change. And I would like to leave you with some lyrics to one of the most inspiring and hopeful gospel songs. The title, Let the Church Say Amen, is by Marvin Wayans. 
and it was originally created by Andre Crouch. And here are a few of the lyrics, and we will put in the show notes a link to the song. Here's a bit of it. Battle on through the night. Amen. Because you're going to win the fight. Amen. Even in the valley. Amen. Or standing at your Red Sea. Amen. Continue to say, Amen. Because your help is on the way. Amen. My God has spoken. I heard him. Let the church. So the church. Let the church say amen. My sister turned to put some ad libs in there. I couldn't help myself. But baby, that is it. Or how about this song? Oh, ain't no need to worry what the night is going to bring. It'll be all over in the morning. Oh, I love that song so, so much. In the morning, in the morning, in the morning. That was a, a song by... The Winans and, and Anita Baker. It was Marvin Wines and Anita Baker. I just had to throw that song in there. That just touched my soul too. Ain't no need to worry what the night is going to bring. It'll be all over in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. Oh, it'll be all over in the morning. So to each and every one of you, no matter what you're going through, if you're in your valley moment, I want you to know that hope is the motivator. There is an expectation there, a feeling. You are going to overcome. And if right now in this stage of your life, you're in your mountaintop moment, God bless you. Linger there. Embrace it. You deserve to be in mountaintop moments most of your life. But in order to appreciate the mountaintop, we got to go through the valley. And we know life is like that where you have valley moments and mountaintop moments. Valley moments and mountaintop moments, mountaintop moments and valley moments. Don't stay in the valley. Although the valley gives you the strength to appreciate the mountaintop. Don't stay there. You got to get back to the mountaintop. And if right now in life you feel like you've been in the valley a little too long, I want you to aspire and hope and use that hope to catapult you back to the mountaintop. Once you choose hope, anything's possible. Christopher Reeves. Amen and amen. Don't forget to tune in to the next episode of the three bone series where we are going to talk about the second bone. That's the jaw bone. That is the bone that gives us the courage to lift our voices and speak truth to power. Baby, you are not going to want to miss that episode. All right. I'm sending love. I'm sending light. I'm sending fight. I'm sending bite, baby. Keep your head up. Keep the faith and keep the fight. Hello, somebody. Coming. The pain is numbing. Try to shoot for the stars if you gon' aim for something. Embrace the love for your brother and sister. Unity's the missing brush. We need to puzzle this picture. Let's paint it up, frame it up for the world to see. Hang the hatred up. Enough is enough is enough. Making changes on us. In Turner, her voice is the truth. Her wise words inspire the youth to keep their eyes on the roof. 
It's the end, never give up, keep conquering goals To the eye, intelligence, silver, wisdom is gold Back to the end, now is your time, stay firm, don't fold To the A, all you need is the three bones That's what Granny said Now I'ma make sure these words from Granny spread For all of here, just give her your ear She can take you to the promised land, I swear World peace is what they fear From Queens to Cleveland, Ohio, we here Famous Hello Somebody is a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.